Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon, your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, I have dared to tell you about my own mental health struggles. And for those of you who took the time to listen, um, who are taking the time to listen, thank you. It's not an easy topic to address. It's not an easy topic to have a conversation around, but I felt like it's so important to do so. And while I'm not a therapist, I am a professional organizer. I am faced with the emotions that come when it's time to take a look at a client's um, possessions and there are items that they are thinking about letting go of or have a hard time letting go of. So as far as emotions are concerned, they are, they are there, they exist. And I will not, um, I will not deny them. I will not, I will address them. And with this episode, we're going to be talking about grief and grief is, gets really overwhelming. It's an overwhelming emotion for a lot of people. And grief has different um, degrees, different, we vary in what we, um, we grieve about. Um, But with this one, this episode, I talked with professional organizer Jen DeCal, and she will give us, um, she will shed some light into what happens when clients come to her and they feel overwhelmed with all the things and come to find out they are going through a season in their lives where they are grieving something or grieving because of a loss of someone. And for a while now, I have been talking with you here and there about the benefits of hiring a professional organizer, especially when you're feeling frustrated and overwhelmed with all the things and you don't know where to begin. And you know, most times you may be able to DIY your way to becoming more organized in your home and in your life and DIY your way into decluttering by watching a YouTube video or watching Marie Kondo on Netflix, um, or reading a blog, um, about organizing. But there are times that life can feel so overwhelming, especially when you are going through a grieving process that you just need someone to help. And in this episode, I want to show you that these professionals exist. 
I exist, and so does Jen DeKal. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Jen. Hi there, Grace here with Organize with Grace, and I have a special guest for you, and I'm so excited to have her here. Her name is Jen DeKal, and she is the founder of Seasonal Navigation Organizing, and she's here to talk with us about what she does and what she can help you with. And it's something that a lot of us don't really care to talk about, or especially when we experience it, it's really tough. And that is grief. And so um, before we go on, I want to just say hi, say hi to Jen. She's right here in front of me. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Grace. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. And I know it's going to sound a little odd that I'm excited to be here to talk about sad things. Um, (laughs) But um, it's really about finding the beauty in our ugly. Yeah. And that's what I equate grief with. And it really, there are a lot of beautiful things that can come out of grief. And I think the more people recognize that, they won't run from it as much. And the more we normalize these type of conversations and the talking of grief and living through it, the better we will all be. And I say this, you know, from having a, I've I've lost my entire family. So Mm -hmm. experiencing on many different levels with many different family members. And it's, you really do learn what you value and what you truly love by going through some of the darkest moments of your life. Wow. Wow. And yeah, it can, it's, it's very heavy, but yet it's a human experience. And so, so Jen, how did your, how did your, uh, organizing business come about? And I, I, I loved, um, reading about it on your website, but I'd love for you to tell us more about how this, um, seasonal navigation organizing was born. So, I would love to tell you, I mean, I've been, uh, been organized and I've always loved to organize things. I grew up in a rather chaotic environment. So being able to function well within chaos, I learned how to do that. Um, I think that's what makes organizing so interesting too, because we all know that when you organize, you got to pull everything out, everything gets super chaotic and then you got to right. put it back together. Right. And that's very similar to our healing processes too. And, you know, what we're doing emotionally and what we do physically, we do the same types of things. But when I started my business and I was really thinking about the name on what to call it, I I went back to the Bible and Ecclesiastes 3.1, there's a time and a season for everything under heaven. And if you go through the rest of those scriptures, I mean, there is a time and a place for everything. And I was like, and I, I remember praying about it and I was, and and I was like, that's it. Now it's long. The name is long and, you know, it's not the best for placement, you know, cause it's an S versus an A. And, you know, when you look at marketing stuff and, <laughs> yeah. and but for me, it was more about the purpose yeah. and wow. even it, the purpose behind it, we all need to navigate new seasons. We never stay stagnant. We are constantly, you know, living new experiences. And that comes out in the seasons of our life. And, you know, when we have new jobs, when we move, when we get married, you know, if 
God forbid we have to get divorced or, you know, when you have children, all of those are new seasons of life where we have new experiences and we have to adapt and into new, into new ways of living. Wow. Yeah. So true. So true. And before we pressed record, Jen and I were talking about just that and how with grief, it's, it's organic where we don't, she, and she, I'm going to take her words, but we don't realize that we're going through it until we're going through it. And isn't that right, Jen? It truly, when, when we're talking about, like, obviously everyone equates grief with death. Yes. But we grieve, we grieved during COVID, whether we realize it or not, we grieve the fact that we couldn't leave the house. We grieve the fact that everyone was working from the kitchen table and our lives so were true. different. Whether yeah. we realized how we were functioning was a level of grief when we change jobs, regardless of, you know, if we lost our job, if, um, if we decided to leave that job, there are levels and things we grieve because depending on how long you've been there, you loved the people you worked with, the routine of it. And all of that changes when you leave and try something new. So yeah. those there are aspects of grief in just about everything we do that I don't think enough people recognize either right. friendships have we've all lost a friend that we really wanted to keep in our lives. And for whatever reason, you know, there's a grieving to losing that too. Yeah. And it's, it's been really amazing to recognize all the different areas that grief actually comes up in day to day that we don't normally say, I'm grieving today. That's a grief thing. Like, yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, think, and with, Oh, go ahead. I think with death though, it's like, we recognize that's definitely a grief area, mm -hmm. but all the other places, I don't think we recognize that, that the grief in that, like I had said before. Yeah. Yeah. And with the grief, with this experience is a sense of feeling out of control, right? In so many oh, totally. ways. And with that feeling of out of being um, out of control, there's also that feeling of disorganization and you just can't seem to like proverbially catch up. You know, I saw a, a, a post from someone that says, if you, if catching up worked, um, you would be caught up by now. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. So, so true. So it, yeah. I thought about that. I'm like, oh yeah, I keep saying that. And I'm like, oh, I'm not. I'm not catching up, but anyway, that I thought that was funny, but, um, we all say it. I mean, I know I do. I've got some catching up to do and it's just kind of like a natural thing that we do, but in grief and in such a, such a big event, um, you know, that is, uh, in many ways traumatic, um, we do feel disorganized and that's where someone like Jen comes in. And I just love this, this, um, focus of your services, Tell us how, um, what is it like to go through or with you grief organizing as opposed to any other type of organizing, like, you know, your home or uh, paper or moving things like that? What is it? What is, um, I and mean, it's already unique as it is, like the name of it, grief organizing. So can you tell us more about that? So most of the people who come to me don't even say that they're grieving or anything of that nature, but working, but through working with them, mm -hmm. we come across things that they haven't addressed 
And a lot of times figuring out what that's associated with. Sometimes it is the loss of a spouse or it is the loss of a job mm-hmm. or something else. Mm-hmm. We left the home of our dreams and we had to move here. Like those and what were the value we're placing on our things and the amount of emotion that's involved in them. Wow. Yep. I don't think there's a lot of recognition about that either. And until you start to organize and someone questions you, you know, what does this mean to you? Um, why are you finding value in it? What kind of purpose does this serve in your life? And so I say it comes a little more organically than people would think. And I can tell you based on almost all of my clientele, not none of them came to me going, you know what, I got grief, we need to handle it. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> they said, I have an issue with getting organized, and I need help. I've been avoiding it, or I moved, I got divorced, and I need to handle some things that I've just, you know, put on the back burner. And that's how it typically starts. And then as we go through it, and I don't, I don't ask everybody, you know, what's your traumatic history? Can you please outline that? Right. Um, That's not, (laughs) it comes out more in conversation as you're working. And as you're doing things together and pulling things out, oh, that was from my last house. Oh, that was from my ex-husband. Oh, that was from, uh, the day we got married, you know, all of these different events that happen in our life and that are significant. And then sometimes you find stuff that was like, Oh, I totally didn't expect that. Like loss of a child. Not enough people talk about that because I know how awful and traumatic that is. Um, So true. Yeah. And when you find things associated with that, they're like, Oh, I had no idea. I put that there. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what, event we're tying that to that's really what it awakens some of that and it becomes so sometimes some of our appointments end up being like processing some of those emotions Mm -hmm. or um being able to table it and still be productive even though you're feeling crappy because i mean when we most of us hit a wall air quote and we're just like, whatever. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's <laughs> I'm Netflix done. and the sofa time. Yeah, mentally, you hit, you're just, no. <laughs> yeah, when you hit the emotional Emotion- wall. And emotionally, yeah. But when mm-hmm. someone's with you, and they say, well, do you need a few minutes? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let's get some sunshine. Let's, you know, do you want me to go with you? Or do you want to be by yourself? And it, someone to help you, we'll say refocus. Yeah. And that's really what I do more is I do a refocus. I get you in a We work in a safe place in your house. And if sitting on your bed helps you process your closet and makes you feel safe, because I mean, someone's touching your stuff. <laughs> that's and number then they're asking, one. Yeah. Yeah. You're going through where I'm asking you questions and sometimes it can be uncomfortable. And then yes. you come up against feelings you didn't think you had or an outfit. I had a I had a client who we were going through her closet and no big deal. She's like, hey, let's go through my closet. And then we come across clothes from when she was married. And she's like, I've been divorced 10 years. Why am I not getting rid of this? Wow. And, you know, so we kind of talk through that a little bit more. And there's some more questions involved into, you know, what, what does this represent for you? Is it a good memory? Is it a bad memory? Like, and, you know, dig a little deeper. Now we don't do that with every single item, but, Mm -hmm. you know, if we hit what I call a wall for a little bit, then, 
you know, you can set it down and we'll get to it later. Or do you want to explore the reason? So everyone's got an option. Yeah, yeah. I like what you said about going through the process, but at the same time being productive. Like what a balance that that is for you as a professional organizer. And I mean, what is what is that like? Is that something that um, that is a natural skill per se that you already have? Or have you had to get some training? Because sometimes I feel like a, you know, we feel like a counselor almost, right? As we're, we're going through that. Like, how do you balance that with, you know, with your clients? I don't think I do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, to be, let me be really honest. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, for me, it's about what, what happens in the moment. And, nice. you know, providing the best guidance possible in the moment. And sometimes guidance is quiet. It's, it's like, wow. if you need a few moments, I'm going to go over here and take care of this and get this ready for you. And you do what you need to over here. You know, some, sometimes it'll be cry. Sometimes they just need to step away. And sometimes it's, you know, I just need a few minutes to process and sit here. It just depends on whatever the client needs. And I kind of just go with the flow with that. I had a, a client a few weeks ago and everything just got overwhelmed. She moved. She's been having health issues. She's in the middle of a divorce, like all major life wow. events kind of like crashing at one time mm-hmm. um, and the goal of trying to get organized and, and keep it together. Right. And she just broke down and, but allowing the space and time I asked her, I said, do you, would you like me to stay with you? Is it okay? And she said, yes. And uh, then she just proceeded to go like all of the, all of the things came out Yeah. and we yeah. gave it a few minutes and allowed, you know, whatever time was necessary for that. And she's like, I can't believe telling you all of this. And <laughs> it's, you're obviously needing an outlet and yes, we can process through that. And, I'm, and I do emphasize that I am not a psychiatrist. I am not, I'm here to help you with your physical things. Yeah. I am not equipped right. to help you with all of your emotional things. Right. And I'm very clear about that. But can I listen? Can I be kind? And it, yes, I can do all of those yeah. things. Very equipped for that. And Janice, oh, so kind. She is. <laughs> And so, yeah, wow, that's, that's amazing, Jen. And with the productivity side, like typically, I mean, I know that it all depends on, you know, the space that you're working with or, and all, it it all depends on the, the items that they have. Like how long does your service last for the person who is, you know, um, experiencing this and, you know, is it, um, is does it depend on you know what they're going through and the things that they want you to you know get organized with you know with their process so in the initial assessment i talk about what they want to get done and what their goals are for this and okay. i base the packages that i would pitch to them and say you know on those goals got it the grief aspect doesn't typically come up until right until you're actually in sessions and most of my sessions I've learned uh for most people because I mostly do multi-sessions I don't do don't do a lot of single sessions with people I mean because if you really want to make lasting change it's it's multiple sessions most people don't if you're reaching out for help you 
you typically, it's not a freshen up. Like (laughs) you don't have it all organized. You need a new system. Like it's gotten chaos and you aren't really able to focus on providing, I'll call it the structure Mm -hmm. to get back to being organized. So you need that structure again and then you'll maintain it. So that's kind of typically the situations I come up against and it's multiple sessions. So I would say two to three sessions. That's probably the shortest for me. And but once you, I would say the third session is the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. People feel more comfortable. Um, you've been in their underwear drawer. Like, <laughs> so you've been in intimate places in the house, whether it be a yeah. pantry or, you know, seeing what people are equating to as the worst of their life. Yeah. And it's just some stuff. And we're going to put the stuff over here and we're going to donate a little stuff and we're going to keep a little stuff and we're going to put it away and set you up with a new system. Like that's how I see it. I don't see this as a representation of your entire life, you know, because your pantry's out of order or you have more clothes that fit in your closet. Like that's, but to some people, I mean, that's, that's the other side of it. That's what they're seeing. I'm like, I'm seeing that really beautiful goal you want to get to. And I'm thinking, you know, these are the steps to get there. How am I going to help you get there? That's awesome. Because the the reason why I ask is because oftentimes I also speak with people that, um, you know, potential customers that do feel that um, in addition to whatever transitions that they're going to, they feel embarrassed or they feel shame, ashamed about their space. And so for someone like you to just simply come and like, literally, I mean, hold their hand or um, give them that uh, structure of this is the goal. And this is what, you know, this is the goal that you would like, and I will come alongside you and try to accomplish that goal, you know, like with you. So uh, I like how you explain that. Thank you. It's, yeah. I will say, and in the, I call it the redirect or refocus. Redirect. Mm-hmm. If you were to hit an area that's just too much for you for that day, I would say, okay, and I know your end goal. I would say, okay, we're going to set this aside. We are going to come back to it, but we're going to set this aside for now, but we're going to move over here and refocus on this over here and still get something accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that circle back really makes a difference and going back to the hard place. Cause sometimes anytime there's grief, grief is kind of like an, ocean. Mm. I also do like to equate it like a wiffle ball bat into the face occasionally. Um, Uh. (laughs) The kinder way is more like water and the tides come in and the tides go out and your emotions will do the same. So sometimes just walking away long enough gives you enough uh, mental recharge to go back and focus on whatever that item is and move to another level. But when we're doing it on our own, it's not as easy one to recognize it and two to be disciplined enough to come back to it. Right. And speaking of doing it on our own, my audience, um, you know, working moms, I mean, they are just the, I mean, not that anyone is less DIY, but I think a lot of us women in general, I think we are just like total DIYers. I can do it myself. And, you know, but when we do hit a, um, a time of grief, a time of like an event, like you said earlier, like a loss of a job, I mean, what would you say to that person who is just 
feeling that overwhelm, who doesn't yet know a gen, you know, but hey, we're, we're bringing, you out, bringing you out here, <laughs> that there are people like, like you that, you know, that can come and help. But for someone who is just, you know, listening, who is going through something like this, what would your, what would you give as a, as a advice or a tip or just encouragement for, for her? The best thing I can say with that is, it's okay to ask for help. You don't have to do it alone. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm. And sometimes some of our, sometimes there are times in our lives where we don't have to have it all together and we don't have to have it figured out and Mm -hmm. it's okay. I know that that's kind of counterproductive to what society says to us And to, you know, the world we may have built ourselves, I know it's been challenging for me and, but it's okay to ask for help and there is no shame in it. Now be choosy about who you ask for help with. Not everyone's, not everyone's a good helpmate. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, sometimes it is a stranger. You want someone who's not invested in your surroundings say like a family member or something like that and a lot of times our family members and friends aren't as patient with us right and aren't aren't as patient but also get being patient and tough love at the same time there's a fine balance to that and it's I don't want to say it's really challenging but my number one thing it's okay to ask for help it's okay to need help it's okay to ask for help and not be ashamed of it. There's, it's not, we all have times where it gets out of, con- it spins out of control, as I like to refer to it. And yeah. you're like, I, I, don't, I don't know where I don't even know which here. end, <laughs> which end is up. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but that it's okay. And knowing that there are people out there who are equipped and gifted to help you through that process. So Jen, after your clients have worked with you, um, what what is the common um, what is the common result? What is the common thing that happens with your clients? You know, after you've um, provided your organizing services to them, you've got their things decluttered and and organized. Um, what are they saying as far as like what their um, is there a sense of um, transformation that occurs or, you know, what happened, what are they telling you afterwards? So some clients, it is a huge sense of relief. I had one client say, it's like a boulder has been lifted off of my chest. Wow. And, you know, it depends on the size of the project. And I couldn't have done it without you is another phrase that's used often. Mm-hmm. And I also couldn't have done it as quickly. Yeah. So depending on, you know, what they want to focus on, when we work with people who, who are gifted in a certain area, they're going to do it faster. Right. Like you, when you first started to learn how to podcast, you know, your editing may take you an hour, but someone who's done it forever may only take them like 10 or 15 minutes. Like, right. so that's, and that the more you do, the better you get at it. I mean, that happens with any activity. Yeah. And, and 
So I think a lot of it transformation wise is it's really what they want it to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, depending on what their vision was when they started, it could be an entire entirely different, but most of the time it's a huge sense of relief and oh, this is fantastic. And I can't wait to just live in here or do whatever I need to now. A lot of times there's a block when it comes to our offices or the Mm -hmm. spaces we're asking for help in. And, but once that weight, it is always equated to weight, weight of carrying something, whether it be mentally or physically feeling and that weight being removed. That's probably the biggest thing that's described to me. And you know, not having to worry about it anymore, or also not realizing how much it weighed you down to begin Mm. with. Yeah, yeah. And we don't, we carry it around every day that, you know, ooh, that room that we keep passing by that um, we know need work, and we just keep on closing the door week after week, month after month. And to add to a a life-changing event, you know, I mean, that makes it even more of a, like a feeling of a tailspin, like you said, right? So yeah, that's wonderful, Jen. That's wonderful. So as we wrap up, can you tell um, my audience where they can find you? Where are you based? I know that you do a lot of in-person, you know, but there's also something cooking up, you know, with a future upcoming podcast. So tell us one, how can my audience best connect with you? And then two, let us know more about that upcoming podcast. Okay. So my website is seasonalnavigation.com. Best place to start has the most amount of information. I'm also on Instagram. I'm probably more active on Instagram than I am on Facebook, but I'm also on Facebook. I am cooking up a little podcast. I'd like to have more conversations. It's going to be uh, called Grief Living, Rebuilding a Beautiful Life While Experiencing Grief. And it, that's my working title. It could potentially change, but um, I'm hoping this summer (laughs) it's going to come out. And I want to talk, I mean, my goal with that is to normalize conversations around grief and to get other perspectives around it and for us to be able to see beautiful things in, in ugly things. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't always feel good to have to go through any of it, but you know, there's that other side where, you know, the things you learn from it and the things that happened during it, you didn't realize had such an impact. So that's my goal with the, with the podcast to really bring that out and start talking about it more and, you know, we'll see where it goes so exciting and at the same time exciting you know to start something new but also it's going to be a much needed podcast maybe more than you you realize you know that's something that is I I know that it's hard to find support sometimes you know in in these um, in times of grief so I think it's going to be a much needed podcast so I'm I'm really rooting for you on that Jen so thank you so much though for being here at Organize with Grace I really appreciate you and your time well thank you so much I I was really honored when you asked me to be on your podcast and I was like oh that's gonna be awesome I can't (laughs) wait to talk to Grace Yeah, and so Jen and I you. right now, yeah, you're welcome. We are a part of a, uh, you know, organizing um, group. And so this is how we've been getting to know each other. And so 
I'm excited to get to know you more, Jen. Well, have a great day. Same here. You too. Hey, real quick. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way to thank me is by leaving an iTunes review. If you're listening to me right now on your iPhone, simply scroll down, click write a review within the podcast, and voila, you'll get a chance to click five stars and type in how the podcast has helped you. You can also access iTunes on your computer if you're not an iPhone user by downloading the iTunes app. Also, I offer virtual organizing, and that means we get to hop on Zoom together wherever you are, and I can help you organize your space for a fraction of a price that you would spend hiring an in-person organizer. Contact me by email, hello at organizewithgrace.com, so you and I can get started. I offer a free 15-minute assessment to see if we're a good match to work together. So get on it, girl. Stop being stuck on your organizing journey. I'll help you walk forward so you can finish that organizing project that you've been procrastinating on. No judgment here. Done it myself. But you know what I'm talking about, girl. All right. Can't wait to talk to you. Bye.